Welcome everybody, this is I Can't Book This, I am your host Fredo, and I'm joined by my co-host Eddie, and we're here to talk about wrestling. First things first on the docket today is Monday Night Raw. Now, the first subject I would like to get into is the whole Ronda Rousey thing. That's like, you know, as far as the women division's going right now, that's a big thing. So, I want to know what your take is. Because right. you, you know you, you obviously have been a fan of her from the UFC MMA days and shit. So yeah, what is your take on her coming into the big leagues? You know we have very varied opinions on this. You know we go back and forth on it. Yeah. Um, I honestly think it's disrespectful for her to just be shot to the title pitcher. Uh, there's there's girls that have been grinding their whole life trying to get to this spot. They had a graphic last night on Money in the Bank where it showed her experience, zero raw matches. And one pay-per-view yeah. match. You mean to tell me that's going to be challenging for the title? I thought it was real disrespectful, but, you know, that money train, that's all they're looking for in the WWE is that money train. And I understand it, but, you know, not Nia Jax, you know, bit, been putting in work. Yeah. And for her to be facing Ronda, and I think for starting off, I think Ronda's pretty good for only having a couple matches under her belt. The, but, mo- the Money in the Bank match last night was way better than the WrestleMania debut, man. Like, I was not sold at all. I was like, you know, what the fuck's going on? But last night, I, I can see it in her now. Like, But I still feel and still agree with you on that. Like, she needs more time. It's not, let's not rush things. There's other people and other programs we could be doing. She can be working her way up instead of just getting catapulted right into that shit because of her name. You know, like, that's a different profession. I mean, although we can respect what she did over there, but wrestling's a different thing, you know. Like, this type of wrestling. It's not Olympic. This is inter- sports entertainment, you know? So this is a whole different avenue that you're going on now. So I, I will admit I was wrong. I was totally against her at first. But after last night's match, I'm willing to give her a year or two and then fully judge off that. Yeah, it's 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 too early to judge. but and I, And I know they want the money train. But, I mean, she should have been an NXT for at least a year or two before exactly. she got comes to the main roster, I I think coming straight to Raw and you know her mic skills aren't good enough. No, um, no not even close. Uh, I I think overall ring skills pretty good for being you know green like that, but it's not good enough. And I think I think the people who are booking it know, but you know you she she can she can make a match with her with her judo and her and her jujitsu and yeah, that's what's getting her by but I, and, I, and i understand it and you know last night's match was not bad i thought it was pretty decent you know but you know it's just not all there she fell out of the ring i didn't know if it was a botch or yeah, if it was <laughs> you know hey props to you if that shit was planned hey you made me believe that you really fucked up so hey yeah it was you know but overall though i mean it's it's way too early to have her in a title match. It's just way too early. Way too early. So, next up that I've been we've been, you know, chatting about this on and off for as long as I can remember now, but Roman Reigns, man, I think the internet consensus is this is not the guy. This is not his yard. That's not the big dog, but for some reason, here we are where every time there's a universal championship match, he's involved. Never mind the Finn Balors that never lost the belt. You know, Seth Rollins, things that people don't like that. You know, they're missing out on their time to shine because Roman Reigns got to get washed by Brock. You know, like, I, that really baffles me. Same song and dance. Uh, it's a push, push for Roman, push for Roman, goes, face Brock, gets washed. You know, we're tired of seeing it. Um, 
And and I don't think Roman's a bad wrestler. Uh, I think you know he goes to what he does. You know he constantly doing the the forearm and this and that. I think that it's just time for a change. Um, you know it's 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 we've seen this same song and dance time and time again and 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 he's getting booed. Yeah, he, he got and, booed and last it's, night. It's, it's, it's openly obvious that the crowd's not feeling it besides the children, which, you know, they're going to like the John Cena's and Roman Reigns of the world. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but the the adults, the consumers, the people that are actually working and p- paying money from their paychecks to go see this, they don't want to see this shit. You know, maybe if they normalized him, it's like, you know, made him be a regular guy instead of always shoving him down our throats, pause, but like, you know... It just doesn't seem like they're not just getting it. It's very simple, and you hear it, and we're not the first people to say this. I've been reading this shit online for two years now, if not longer. He's not the guy. Boo, Roman sucks, blah, blah, blah. So I think, I don't know if it's a repackaging or some time away from the main event scene, but I hope that in the future he can turn into something special and the crowd will actually be with him. I mean, I don't want to, you know, shit on the guy and hope that he never does anything in the E. Like, no, I want him to become something, but this tactical vest-wearing guy right now is not the guy. It's not. Um, he needs some new moves. Um, his same move set. It's, you know, the the Hulk Hogan, the John Cena thing. It's the same four moves over and over again, and we're, we're just sick of it. And, you know, John Cena... You know, as a legend, obviously. You know, yeah. six what, sixteen championship? Yeah, I believe sixteen so. championships. And well, I, I like him, but you know, getting shoved down her throat. You know, I mean, Roman, no offense to you. You you know, you've you put in your time, you've taken the bumps, and I all respect to you, but it's time to repackage and go with something more simple. You know, at 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 this point, you know, it's not your yard. Yeah, you know, if if beating Undertaker didn't get you over, which was, once again, just a terrible decision, I feel bad for him <laughs> that he got stuck with that. Like, you know, you beat Taker, that did nothing for you. That just made the crowd hate you even more. Well, I guess moving along now, this is my time of the show really fast that I got to take my first L of the series. <laughs> uh, I was started reading the rumors online that he was going to be wrapping up with Impact and going back home. I'm like, okay, you know, he's more seasoned now. He's not as green as he was. Like, he's obviously got tenure now. And I got to admit, man, since he's been back, it's been very underwhelming. Like, there's nothing that makes him stand out. He's never really been interesting on the mic to me. I don't know if it's his soft-spoken voice or what it is, but, like, what he has going on since his return is just, man, I really can't vibe with it. I, I want it better hoping for better but this is what we're dealing with right now like Sami Zayn's your first feud when you come back like I understand they probably don't have nothing for Sami right now but like they could have did something better with Bobby you know shit they could have had Bobby come in for the Wrestlemania tag team partner with Braun that's one thing I was really upset about at Wrestlemania like you shitted that away for giving one of your refs kid a rub you know okay good you know pat yourselves on the back for that but like you wasted a great match that had so much potential it could have been Bobby Two big behemoth motherfuckers crushing them and getting the belts. Like, that would have been good. In my book, I think the crowd would have been happy with that. But, you know, once again, it didn't happen. And now we're stuck with this singles feud, which I hope came to an end last night. I really hope we're over it. I hope we're done with it. I hope we don't got to see it again. <laughs> like, please, let's move on. But, yeah. Um. The whole the whole Zane and Lashley feud with the stolen valor, it's just, that's just not a good look. It's not at all. It's... It's, I don't know who booked that, 
you know, I mean, I can't book it, but <laughs> that's just you're you're going down a path that's just not good. And and I and I like I think Sammy's a great worker. Yeah. But Bobby, I gotta say that his in ring work is. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> he, he, I'm sorry. I mean, I was duped. <laughs> wrestling tapes like a year and a half in advance and they edit the shit out of their footage man so what I was seeing on their little YouTube channels was not what we're getting in real life so that's why I said man I gotta accept this L I, I thought Bobby Lashley was gonna be something special upon arrival and so far a dud I tried to tell you bud yeah. um, <laughs> I told you I, I did not want Lashley coming back I didn't see the point of it um, especially if you're gonna have him coming in with Sammy no I, I, I would I would like a if if he'd have came in and faced Braun or, you know, a Lesnar, okay. You know, but Sammy, that's not even realistic. You yeah. know, he's way way bigger than him and he should be smashing him. But, you know, like maybe they didn't have nothing and well why are you gonna bring him in if you don't got nothing for him? Nothing serious. Once again, that's the same scenario about AOP and Sanity. Why call them up if you're not gonna use them? Like if you don't have anything creative for them. Don't bother these people. Don't mess up whatever they got going on. Like, cause I'm sorry, I would have liked to see an AOP versus War Raiders match. You know, of course, I would have loved to see those guys get down. But no, we can't see that now because Vince had to make the call, and they're too busy doing nothing right now. They dropped Paul Ellering, which I thought was a good ingredient for him. Uh, well, AOP with Paul Ellering was amazing. I absolutely perfect. They don't have to talk. Let Paul do all the work. Then you bring them up, Paul's gone, and now where are they at? You know Exactly. And they weren't too polished on the mic. You know, they were just good for rah, 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 basically. And, yeah. And that was it. So, you know, they needed Paul in that sense. So I, I'm still interested in seeing. Hopefully, that you know, they're getting better in this off time. So when they do make their appearance, finally, it will be worth the wait, I guess, hopefully. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, I guess up next that we could talk about is... Brock Lesnar and this whole situation with this Universal Championship. You know, that's your main title. You know, WWE always wants to say that Raw is the A show. They always like to portray SmackDown as the B show, even though in my eyes they have the harder workers and, and they put better quality out there. So, But anyways, your A show champion's never around. Once again, it's kind of a Ronda Rousey situation. Because of his name, other people are getting the shit under the stick. This motherfucker's never around. He ne he's broken CM Punk's title reign record, and he's had nowhere near the same amount de of defense as Punk has had. Nope. That shit is, like, so disrespectful. I understand they got their little feud going, you know, with the lawsuit that Punk just won, so I, there's probably a little bit of hate going on right now, but that, that was so disrespectful. And not even just the Punk, but what about the other people that came before him that put in the work and held this title? It's like, they busted their ass, man. And because Brock Lesnar couldn't suck it up in UFC and he came back you guys threw a bag at him so of course he's gonna be there for the money he's always about the money and this is the situation we find ourselves in now you have how many pay-per-views and no your champion's not there defending he I'm right now currently he's not even booked for SummerSlam that's one of your big four pay-per-views like what is he working is he gonna work fucking live events and Wrestlemania that's it <laughs> Oh yeah, a live event, thirty second yeah. match, squash. Yeah, like five hundred grand. About that, that's that's crazy. That's crazy to me. So I mean, I know you guys are listening. Like, yeah, tell us something we don't know. But these these are the kind of voices, or not voices, but opinions that need to be heard though, because everybody's so quick to want to just go with the flow and be accepting of everything. No, us as consumers and fans, we have the right to be like, no, I don't like this shit. 
I don't agree with this. This is dumb. We have the right to say that. So this is basically the premise of this podcast if you have not picked up on that by now. But anyways, yeah, Brock, I mean, you had your moment in the sun. You know, they've made you a fucking god, basically, since you've came back to the company. <laughs> but you don't feel no kind of way? Like, man, I'm... I'm sh- <laughs> I know I got the boys in the back mad, but what? Just fuck them. It doesn't matter. You know, like well, I'm out here on my ranch <laughs> hunting well, and shit. But, you know, these guys are on the road away from their family. Fuck them. Who cares? You know, from Brock's perspective, I'd be soaking this in. <laughs> when I show up and I make 500 grand. Of course, if I'm Brock, I'm eating this up right now. Um, I got so much backstage heat probably right now. Because, <laughs> of course, you know, you got your Seth Rollins, your Finn Balors that are Every week, putting in work, and doing their and thing. And reminder, Finn never lost his belt. Never man. lost it. Never man. got his, re- like, come on, man, what's what's going on with that? But that's another subject for another time. And, and to, to me, the Universal title technically doesn't exist. They're, they're, it's not around. You know, how, how many times, you know, can we just pass over and, you know, we have pay-per-views, main pay-per-views, money in the bank, there's no Universal title around? How how is How is Braun supposed to cash in his money in the bank? Well, I where is it going to be at? Because Lesnar's not going to be on Raw next week. Not going to be on Raw this week. Where is he going? It's never going to happen. <laughs> That's when you got to insert the gift from Twitter. You can't cash in if he's never there. Yeah. <laughs> point can't at cash in. And, you know, it's at at this point. You know, we've been watching wrestling since the nineties. Yes. You know. Yes. Stone Cold didn't even get this type of a push. Man. He was he was getting put through the meat grinder every single pay per view. Triple threat matches. All types of stuff, and we yeah, that kind of stuff doesn't even happen anymore. It's more of a gimmick now, like with the fatal fours and you know triple threats. But yeah, I, I see exactly and then, what you're saying. <laughs> and then Lesnar, all he's gonna do is next next time he's gonna defend, it's gonna be against Roman Reigns, and it's gonna be Suplex City pin Again. over. Okay, his what third or fourth visit to Suplex City? <laughs> like that's what I'm saying, man. Like, like the only population in Suplex City is Roman Reigns. Can we get? Can we quit this? <laughs> He's currently acting mayor. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I just feel like it's cheapening the title, you know, like how Miz puts pride in how he made the Intercontinental Championship a thing now. Like, so you guys are dropping the ball with your main belt. Like, so that's my main gripe about that. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys out there can agree with that. Like, what are they doing? I'd much rather see Finn, Seth, any but Braun, especially Braun's my boy, man. Like they, they are so dumb for not pushing the button on him. I mean, good shit. He got the uh, money in the bank briefcase last night, but as we just pointed out, now it's going to be what a hide and seek game, basically. I I agree with you on that, but Braun's the type of guy that doesn't need a belt to he to doesn't. legitimize him. Technically, that briefcase could have went to anybody last night. I would have shit. I would have been happy to see Samoa Joe come away with it. You of know course. what I mean? Like, but I would I would like Rusev to win it. You know, yeah, I, yeah, Rusev too, man. That's another situation right there. I'm not one of his biggest fans, but I recognize what he has going on, just like a lot of us do. He, you are over. He's over. You got a whole thing going, man. Run with it. Push that instead of you know we're gonna go over here now to another segment with New Day and their damn pancakes. <laughs> you know, like come on, man. Like we gotta show a little bit of e- equality here. Like we can't just be. <laughs> Let's keep pushing this narrative. That's a perfect segue to our next topic, um, the New Day. <laughs> yes. Man, I got to admit, I forgot what year this was. I'm not a, you know, a Google. But uh, when I first was reading online that 
they were gonna form a group and it was gonna be kind of on some nation of domination shit i was mad hype like yo this is gonna be very interesting but then you know we this is what we end up turning into you know a bunch of twerking and all this other you know bullshit basically you guys are all talented yeah. You know, I understand you're getting paid, the checks are clearing, ha ha ha, but at the end of the day, dude, you're doing a lot of buffoonery, man. And and this is why, I mean, of course, you guys have gotten over, people do love you guys, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but... Yeah, no disrespect. But this thing has not really been what it should have been. You know, I've been waiting on heel turns, and then when you guys are heels, you guys are still just goofy, it's like the same thing, it's been stale. You know, I mean, I guess because they got the crowd over, they're selling merchandise, of course. They're going to keep getting the rub. They're going to keep, you know, staying together. But my personal opinion is it's been time for them to disband. Regardless if they keep Kofi and Xavier as a tag team or just let Big E do his thing. Like, it's just, it's time for something. The pancakes, the unicorns, the bootios, all of that <laughs> got to go. I mean, shout out to you guys for all your merchandising. You guys are geniuses with that. You guys are making hella bank, obviously, with your $10 box of cereal. But... You know, you guys are killing it out there, but at the same time, it's just, once again, a time for a change. You know, you can't sit there and scratch your head wondering why people ain't accepting of everything when you are just keeping everything the same. Yeah, uh, you know, that's basically my outlook. Um, But what really annoys me is, you know, the WWE is so quick to to break up groups and, you know, DIY should have been broken up. You, You know, all these groups are getting broken up so quick without a real you know, long-standing, you know, push. But we, you know, we have the New Day shoved down our throat every week, throwing pancakes on people. Oh, and the Bludgeon Brothers, can't forget that. Oh, And that's well, not a knock on, you know, Harper and Rowan, man. Like, you, great guys, workers. you guys have been around, you guys know what you're doing, but that, that's that some 1990s, shit, early 1990s gimmick is yes. just not over to me. It's not. You, and and I'm, I'm cool with, you know, pushing them as monsters, and yes. they're big, yeah. and I like them. I think they're great workers. But this bludgeoning brothers, they come out with these ridiculous masks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm not a fan of it, man. I, 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 I feel like we're in 93 all over again. All over again. And, you know, I can't book it, so I don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about. But there, there's got to be something better than that that gimmick. You yes. know, these, these two gimmicks, you know, I understand New Day's over. It's awesome. Good for them. You know, all three of them are great workers. But it's time. It's time to break them up. Yeah. Let 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 Big E go do a uh, feud with Rusev or Braun. He's a big boy. He can he can hold his own. Yeah, he'll be able to hold his own, man. Co- Kofi's always been a great worker. And I think he kind of needs that. I think he kind of needs to be able to show us that he can hold his own. He doesn't need you know Woods or Kofi to come make a a slick save. You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm totally with that. I, I would like to see him on a singles run. And like I said, whether they keep Kofi and Xavier together or split them up also, like, I'm with either or. I'm cool with them just staying a tag team and, you know, making a couple runs themselves. But it got to be a different incarnation, though, man. It can't be, you know, New Day 2.0 minus E. It got to be a, a whole new outlook, new everything, gear, right. everything. The rainbow thing's just not cutting it for yeah. me. <laughs> now... I ain't got too much to uh, say too much about SmackDown, man. Like, you know, Shinsuke and uh, AJ's feud that's been going on. Like, you know, I I like it. And I was disappointed at WrestleMania with that match. You know, that the ending, you know. Yeah. Like, I I was, you know, the low blow and whatnot. Like, I was really upset with that. You know, I just like you guys, I was really excited about it. You know, I knew that that was going to be greatness just because, you know, they've had history with each other. So it, it had to be nothing short of great. 
but you know I'm kind of over the, over it now. You know, WrestleMania has passed, and here we are in June. And, you know, hopefully last night was the end of it. I don't want to see this at SummerSlam or Extreme Rules or whatever the hell next pay-per-view it is. Yeah, Rules. But, yeah, I'm not trying to see this anymore. It, it's cool. I mean, I wanted Shinsuke to get the belt at some point. I I don't like what they're doing with Shinsuke. You're making him look like a like a... You know, like, he has to low-blow somebody. Shinsuke yeah, yeah, he's, is... He's way doper than that to have to limit him to this is how he gets his wins, you know? His his work is bar none. You could be a bad guy, just be vicious. Yeah, exactly. Hit him with some serious shit. I and mean, You know, like, I mean, not, like, try to hurt him realistically, but, you know, seriously, just... His nickname's King of Strong Style. How do you mess that up? I don't, I don't understand. I can't book it, but how do you mess that up? You know, it, Shinsuke, I love him. I, I love the AJ feud, but it's time for that to end. Yeah. Um, I have I have no gripes about AJ keeping the title. The match last night, though, man. The, yeah, I'm happy with AJ keeping the belt. Uh, but that match last night, as you you know, as when you first got here, we were running it back. Like, man, that was a good match. Yeah, that was a good match. I mean, that shows you that they are capable of having top tier matches, man. But you can't. It's the booking, basically. Unfortunately, that's what it comes down to for a lot of these guys, man. Like, poor Ty Dillinger, you know what I'm saying? He's so damn over, and he's... It's booking, man. <laughs> you gotta, it's the damn booking. Yep, yep. But, uh, yeah, I guess moving on to 205 Live, which is one of my favorite shows next to NXT, obviously. Uh, hashtag, where is Neville, man? <laughs> you know, I was. I remember hearing rumors when, oh, he's going to come back maybe around November, December. You know, he just needed some time, you know, to you know chill out. I was like, okay, cool. But here we are, man, in fucking June. <laughs> And he's still nowhere in sight, not active on his Twitter. Rumor is he moved back to England. Uh, so it's just diva-ish a little bit? Uh, comes off to me real CM Punk-ish. Yes. You know, you, you you get your long title reign, and, okay, you lose the strap. You know, everybody, you know. Don't get me wrong. I would have been mad, too, if I had to drop it to Enzo. But you, being a worker, should know that it's going to come back around it's gonna you, come man. Back. It's just the way the wheel got to turn right now. So I feel he's very selfish with just taking his ball and going home. Yep. Uh, and You and were the, one of the best workers. My bad not to cut you off. But he no was problem. one of the best workers on 205 Live. Like, they gave you this king of the cruiserweight shit for a reason. Because, man, you were holding it down. You were, like, the limit for that show. Yep. And you just... You leave your fans behind, and it's, ugh, you know what? You want to you wanna go face Braun? You want to go f- be losing, getting speared by fucking Roman every goddamn Monday? Nope. Like, I'm sorry, man. Get in where you fit in. Like, you are great for 205 Live. 205 still needs you. Even, even with Leo Rush coming in, they still could use a goddamn Neville right now. What, what, what he needs to do is take a page out of Marty Scroll's book and own that division. Yes. Make it the best. Yes. If if you feel like you're getting shit on or you it's not to your standard, make it your division. Stop stop being a prima donna. You're robbing your fans. I am that King of the Cruiserweight was some of the best work as a, as a character wise I've seen. How how he looked deranged and he was just mad and yeah. just wrecking people. I loved it. Now yeah, it now great. now you're starting to become you know prima donna. You think that you know you deserve the world. Well yeah okay if you think you're a big boy go ahead. Well, when you're getting whooped by Braun every Monday, it's not going to be what you want. Right, you're going to be upset about that and of be course. wanting to quit on your fans and be talking about blah, blah, blah. No, man, get in where you fit in and make the best of it, man. Like, they were putting a whole division on your shoulders, and you could have made it very special mm-hmm. had you just played ball. Play ball. I mean, I still have hope for the future, man. Hopefully he can come back and 
rekindle things, you know, hopefully, man. I'm pretty sure WWE has the door open because that man is tied up in his contract. He can't go anywhere until he, you know, they resolve that. So regardless if he comes back or they just end up releasing him, I hope in the future he can come back and regain his crown. Hashtag, where is Neville? <laughs> now, sticking with the cruiserweights, uh, my boy Leo Rush, man, I got to admit, it was probably about last summer is when I really started seeing this kid on Twitter, man, like just doing all this wild flippy shit. And I was just, I kept an eye on him because I'm like, who knows? I never thought last year he was going to be with NXT or WWE, let alone. But, you know, it's great to see him coming to 205 Live. I, that's the first stop I thought they were going to put him at. I thought he was going to automatically be a cruiserweight for 205 Live. But, you know, they did the NXT thing and then the whole uh, Asuka tweet when uh, Old Girl got released, of Emma, course. you know what I mean? And that just fucked him, even though I feel people were very sensitive on that shit. Like, it's a joke. Grow up, man. Like, the woman wasn't on her deathbed from cancer or nothing like that. She was okay. It was a joke, a poorly timed joke, I guess, but I digress, whatever. <laughs> well, you know, that's the age we're in. Everybody's yeah. sensitive. And yeah. I, 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 get, I understand, <laughs> like, you know, he's coming to the WWE and he hasn't accomplished nothing. So I guess I understand why, you know, he had so much blowback from it. You know, I understand, but I'll quit being sensitive. It's not that serious. It's just a tweet. Yeah. Just a tweet, man. But so where do you see him after he debuts on uh, 205 live? Do you see him mixing it up with Cedric Alexander for the strap? Or do you see him getting lost in the shuffle or I, from what I'm seeing, I hope not, because the gimmick he's got going right now, that talking that cash, I love it. You know what? Keep it up. You know the the time's coming. Yeah. You know he got the hourglass, and <laughs> I I hope not because I I feel like two hundred five is really a lot of people are lost in the shuffle. Yeah. TJP, great worker. I feel bad for him, man. The first cruiserweight champion, and he's just out here. I mean, I like the little you know thing he's doing lately. Oh, this is the best competition. Blah blah blah. Like. How he's interested in going to Raw or SmackDown, whoever's willing to take him. Like, yeah, I mean, I get it. You're kind of venting probably a little bit. They're allowing you to vent. But, yeah, I feel bad for him. A lot, Like you said, a lot of people are lost in the shuffle, man. Then we get in the same match every week, damn near. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing, you know. Uh, with the whole, you know, the the three-on-three that they've been doing with, uh, with the luchadors and stuff. And I... I think it's good work. It's a lucha house party. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing crazy spots. Love it. Yeah. But they're just lost in the shuffle right now. Everybody's floundering. You know, we need Neville to come back. We need Lido Rush to come. And then I personally think Ricochet should be there. Yes, yes. I'm 100% in, re- in agreement with that. I, like, I, those two alone, that's going to elevate the brand itself. People are going to want to tune in because this is not shit that you're getting in NXT or Raw or SmackDown. I, and I think that's the angle they need to play. I, I have a feeling that if if they were to if they were to come like Neville come back and then Ricochet and they show out every week then hey maybe Will Ospreay will be like hey I'm seeing what you're doing maybe Marty Scroll will be like huh yeah you might make people more receptive to wanting to come yeah. you know instead of making them think or look at 205 Live as a demotion it's not it's not it's in its early baby stages yeah so you're gonna have you know your little struggles here and there but like it, it has so much potential man even if they just keep it at an hour like t like not tna but uh, nxt even if they just keep it at an hour man like it's it has so much potential but if they treat it the right way yes like you just said it'll make maybe a will osprey want to come fuck around real quick 
instead of this vibe that they get about it like man i'm not going there <laughs> like i'm not doing that after smackdown got a tape when the arena's half empty mm-hmm. so is that it on the on the 205 live do you have any uh any other takes or anything that you want to say about that um no i'm good no. okay felt like All we right. got everything moving right along man uh gonna shift on over to nxt and the, the f- number one brand in <laughs> WWE today. Man, you got to salute them, man. A hell of a show at TakeOver Chicago this past Saturday, man. It, it was great. What I expected, I mean, but of course you always want a little bit more because they got high standards to me. You know, after seeing all these TakeOvers, like you expect them <laughs> to blow the fucking house down every time. Tear it down. So it's like, yeah. Um first thing I want to talk about about NXT is like the the women's division you know I mean I see a couple promising people but it feels like it's not really what it should be right now or maybe this is the like least amount of talent that they had because you know I'm so used to the you know the flares and you know the lynches and Oscars and all that you know and I'm not getting that vibe you know Shayna she's doing the badass thing and I rock with it I have no problem with what Shane what Shane is doing I thought it was a little bit early for her to get the belt but at the same time I was already tired of Ember Moon so I was like hey <laughs> let's go to this next chapter even though it might kind of suck but she's been decent she's been holding it down so I can't gripe on her too much but as far as like the rest of the women's division man like what was the point me and you discussed this a lot what was the point of Kyrie Sane winning the Mae Young Classic just for her to get lost in the shuffle yep it's it. I don't understand it, because um, Shayna has the title. Didn't Shayna lose to Kyrie? I believe so. Yeah, in the finals, yeah. I believe. So, and and I, I understand you know the WWE, like you said the other day, doesn't want to push back to back, you know, yeah, Asian women. I yeah. understand that. That's what it seems like. I'm not don't yeah. go and quote me on that, but that's just but, the vibe I get. Like, yeah, you know it. It would you know people are probably gonna be upset, you know. But I'm sorry, Kyrie should have the belt right now. Yeah, without a doubt, she. To me, is the best worker. I think Shane is really good. No disrespect for her to Shana. being so young in her career. That's why. Yep. I, that's why I salute her because you know you're you're very young in your career and you are holding it down. You could be way worse. Or so yeah, I, well, I, I you know, it could be doing. somebody else. But you know, not gonna go there. Um, <laughs> but I, I think our opinions on the women's division are totally different because I think the w- women's division is good right now. You got Candice LeRae, you got oh, Kyrie, yeah, Shayna Blazer. I think it's good. Now, obviously, you know, when we had the Oscar thing, yeah, you know, that's the best of the best, you know. And, you know, having Nia Jax and yeah. all these people, of course. We kind of got spoiled in the sense, yeah, we, I guess, is the best way to put it. We really got spoiled. We got used to this kind of, you know, matches. Top and, Yeah, and it's now it's... But like I said, there's there's women there, like uh, Lacey Evans, like, I see, I can see her being on the main roster. Yeah. Regardless if it's the same gimmick or not, I can definitely see her being on the main roster and being a champion. Um, what is her name? Uh, I've been paying attention to her a little bit more lately. Uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah, yeah. The EST of NXT. Like, okay, I'm. I mean, at first, the the hair was confusing to me. Like, oh, that's a weapon. Blah blah blah. But like, okay, I'm I'm rolling with it now. Like, you, I'm sold on it. I can see her being a very like within a year. I can see her possibly being NXT Women's Champion. She uh, unless her, they acquire some new talent from the course, Indies. But of course, but I, I personally think that I didn't like her at first. But seeing her pick up a woman and hold her over her head, yeah, she she got a lot of points in my yeah. book for that. She looked like a straight monster out yeah. there, and I didn't she I didn't like her at first, but now I'm coming around. I I think this woman's division is not as bad as people think. All right. We can agree to disagree. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's 
like the you know the worst shit ever right now. But I just feel like it's missing a little we, something. We we could be back in the diva era. Oh where yeah, true. true. <laughs> Nobody want to go back because <laughs> we don't want to go back to that. Hell no. Man, let's talk about your boy Lars Sullivan. <laughs> That's not my boy. That's your boy. Oh man. man. Where where do we begin? I mean, obviously he's a big boy yeah. and basically Vince's wet dream. So I, yeah. I, I can see why they signed this guy. I, I I I see why he's getting the push. Yeah. But if if NXT Takeover Chicago wasn't proof that he's not ready, I don't know what is. Man. Um, I saw on Twitter, you know, it was a headline. Oh. Even though Lars had one botch, it was a good match, like a headline. And yeah. I was like, uh, were we watching the same thing? No disrespect to Lars. Obviously, he took the bumps. I didn't. Hey, man, you're still young in your career. Of so you got he got room to uh, move around and, you know, get better. So, I mean, I, yeah, don't hold like uh, hold it against him. Yeah, uh, but he needs to change but that finisher. Now, yeah, that finisher is weak. Right away. Very weak. Um, And just the botches in that match were just... Honestly, unforgivable. Duh. Oh my God! Yeah, he how he messed up the main spot, man. Like you were <laughs> the main so spot, far the one, away, the one you dude. can't mess up. And then the kick doesn't even touch him, and he goes to the ground. That that ruins your character. You pull the gender Mahal, man. You just got to go with the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what you got to do. Go that's the, the breeze. You know, I. Uh, it's I think you know he needs he needs a little bit of freshen up and he needs a little bit more work. But I he'll he'll be fine. But. I hope you know he doesn't get called up soon, and then he gets oh, a push man. with Braun. That's that's what my biggest fear. Because <laughs> yeah, he's man. He better at least stay down there for another year and a half, two years. Man, he's not ready. You got to change his like. I don't know if this is look. I mean, I don't really care what if he's wearing fucking tights or trunks. I don't care, but it's just it's not there yet for him, man. I don't know what it is exactly, but it's just not there. But you know, of course, like I said, he's Vince's wet dream, so he's gonna get pushed. And he's been getting pushed since he's been in on the brand. Yep, ever, so, ever, ever since he came in, I just I didn't understand. You got you got too many talented people for this guy to be getting a push. No disrespect to him, but there's too good of people on yeah. this roster for NXT is literally stacked, man. Stacked, and, and for you know people to be going to the wayside for someone like Lars, it kind of annoys me right now. Yeah, man. I, I'm sorry. You have Ricochet on there and Velveteen. You mean to tell me this guy's getting a push? Yeah, Velveteen definitely deserves a, a, some push. He definitely deserves one. Like, come on now. I don't, you know, I don't know whether it's for the main belt or the North American, but he needs something. That boy has proved it. He's fucking young, and he's proved his spot. That he's earned his spot. Man. I, I don't think I've ever watched a bad Velveteen match. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. There might be a little slip up, a little botch here and there. I mean, hey, everyone's prone to that. It's not going to be absolutely perfect. But he has great matches, though. Bar none. So it's like, yeah, I've never seen a bad one or made me lose interest or want to walk out the room. (laughs) You know, I've never had that experience watching him. And I'm very interested in seeing what his future is going to hold, man. He's so young, and he's only going to get better on the mic and in that ring. Yeah. um, Perfect segue. Talk about the match. Ricochet and Velveteen. Man. That match, it, it was it was pretty good, man. Like how you said, you know, it was a little slow pace, but you know, I was somewhat expecting that, but it did seem a little slower than what I was even expecting initially. So it was just kind of like uh, speed it up a little bit, I guess. But I mean, I still rocked with the match. I still liked it. Uh, they had some crazy spots, man. Crazy like spot. that uh, rolling Death Valley driver off the middle rope, like man, that that was some serious shit. I uh. I thought it paid a great homage to back when Stone Cold and The Rock used to steal each other's finishers. Yeah. They just kept stealing each other's finishers. 
That's not, what, that's probably what it was, man. I mean, they started off the match a la Rock and Hogan, you know, with yep. the stare off and shit. So I mean, maybe that's what they, they were going for in this match. Like, yo, we're gonna channel the greats. <laughs> of, of course, Velveteen comes out with his Hogan gimmick. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Velveteen, you keep doing you. Right, you holding it down with the pay per view uh, tires, man. You killing that shit. <laughs> so yeah, you keep doing I, what you're doing. Your character work is bar none. You are a a future legend. Yeah. I, I and. The Rock gave you, you know, your look and saying that you're going to be, you are up next. You yeah. keep doing you. Don't slow down. <laughs> Please, I I hope, I hope when you get called up that they don't ruin it. Right, man. Because that, that's my biggest fear for some of these NXT guys is, you ha, you know, you have such, these great matches and great character work. And then you get to the main roster and then the booking's so off and it ruins your character. I hope that doesn't happen. I just want to know who the hell's writing, you know, a majority of this bullshit that's getting passed as like, okay, yeah, we're going to, you're going to collect your check next week for this bullshit that you just handed me. Like, I would love to know, really. Because, man, it's like you guys just don't care or you're really not paying attention to the product. But I know you are. So it can't be that. It's just it's baffling, though. Well, I, I, and you know, I don't know. I can't book it, but I think a lot of these bookers are just they got their ideas in their head and they're gonna go with it no matter what. Yeah. If, if, Once they know. get set on their path, man, like, dude, they were set on their path with Roman Reigns for like a year prior to WrestleMania. They did not deviate from the plan whatsoever. So once they get stuck on this target. Damn the car wrecks that we're going through. We're gonna keep driving forward, like I guess, man. I yeah, guess. I think it was a uh, table for three. I think Michael Haynes was on there, uh-huh. and he said, you know, it might not, it might, might have not been table for three, but something on the network I was watching, and Michael Haynes said, oh, Roman's the next guy, <sighs> and of course they haven't deviated from the plan whatsoever, nope. and you know we see what happens. You know he's getting booed at a at a pay per view. It's just not what not what the fans want. Man, but as far as uh, Velveteen and uh, Ricochet, man, like like we touched on a little bit earlier, like I really hope that uh, Ricochet makes that move over to 205 Live, man. We could definitely use him over there. Hell, 205 Live in general could use as much talent as they can get just to make it a diverse show, more different matchups, you know. But, like, yeah, they both got bright futures for him, you know. Velveteen being the younger one, he has, you know, so much more to look forward to being in the big leagues, you know, from the jump off. But Ricochet, man, you know, congrats to him for even signing to the company because that's another, somebody else that I thought was going to be on the Indies for a couple more years. So uh, I know for a fact he's going to have a bright future, obviously, regardless if it's an NXT, the main roster, 205, wherever he lands up in uh, the WWE, he's going to be good. So I guess now uh, the another thing I wanted to touch on was uh, the all-in event that the Bullet Club boys are uh, putting out out there in Chicago in September. <laughs> 10,000 seats sold out, man. For for some indie shit, that's that's fucking impressive, man. I mean, I know we're late to the party. I mean, the podcast in general is late to the party, but man, congrats for that, man. That, that's no small feat at all, you know what I'm saying? Like to even accomplish something like that. So that's that's crazy to me. I didn't think that they were going to sell out, especially how fucking fast they sold out. Yeah, uh I think it's a little bit of the Bullet Club magic right there. Yeah. Uh, they sell everything. everything. They sell t-shirts. They sell everything. <laughs> Funko Pops, you name it. Yep. They are selling. Yeah, they're selling. <laughs> little dolls. Getting over. Um, I, th- I think it. I think Vince needs to open his eyes. I think this proves that you don't have to be the WWE. To... They're not the only show in town, yep. man. And what's crazy is they're doing it on their own, so they're not even using New Japan or Ring of Honor as the platform to put this show on. They're doing this on their own, and they fucking sold this venue out. 
got all this crazy talent, man, that's going to be a, a part of this show, which is crazy. Like, I think, what, Rey Mysterio's even going to be all in? Like, goddamn. <laughs> like, everybody's involved with that. Except Vince Russo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. But man, it's it's crazy, man. Like I, that, it's just amazing to me that they actually pulled that off, you know. Yeah, it's uh, I'm excited for it. Um, I really, really hope there's a CM Punk sighting at all. In. <laughs> I really do. Um, there's Hell, a, man, he doesn't even have to wrestle; just be in the crowd or exactly. something. Exactly. <laughs> I, I I just need you to be at a wrestling event at this point. I don't even need you to wrestle. Um, but I think it just shows Vince needs to open his eyes. He needs to start doing work with New Japan and. Definitely, and he's and I I don't know if he's watching the network or watching these pay per views or live shows. There's Bullet Club shirts everywhere. Oh, he's definitely seeing it. That's I know that has to grind his gears. You got to be blind to not see the damn sea of Bullet Club shirts that are at your events, man. Yeah, I all improves that you know. Uh, you don't have to be a WWE, and I'm pretty excited for him. I'm I'm excited for Cody. I'm excited for. Bullet I know, club. man, I wanted to be able to make it, man, but obviously them tickets flew way too fast, <laughs> so it should be a good show, man, and then, shit, they're going to have, what, Cody challenging for the NWA World Championship? That's pretty big. Against, what, Nick Aldis, I believe his name is? Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty deep, you know what I mean? Going for a championship that his dad held, you know, Ric Flair, one of the most prestigious, if not the most prestigious championship in this profession. So, I mean, I think that's a good look. You know, I mean, regardless how it plays out, I'm pretty sure they're going to have a great match because I've seen a couple of Aldis' matches on uh, the NWA uh, YouTube channel, and he's not bad, man. He's not bad. TNA let him slide through their, you know, their fingers. Of course. But, uh, yeah, man, that has the potential to be a good match on that card. Uh, what, are your, what is your take about Cody of facing for the NWA championship? I mean, fuck, he's already been Ring of Honor World Champion. You know, so it was what? This is another notch on his belt, literally, or? Uh, I think it's just another way that he's sticking it to the WWE. Yeah. I think that <laughs> he's just all in, and him challenging for the NWA, it's just a smack in Finn's face. Like, okay, you had me as Stardust. Now I'm over here getting bread, talking yes. that cash. Yeah. The American Nightmare. I personally, I don't think he's as good as he says. Yeah. But I, mean, I respect the gimmick. With all due respect. Yeah, all that. due respect. Like, you've earned everything you've gotten, and re- respect to you. But, man, uh, Cody, good good for you. I hope you get it. Um, You know, it, to hold the belt that your dad had. And your dad, you know, held pretty nicely, you know. I mean, yeah, I think, had a nice run. I think Dusty Rhodes was a great wrestler. And, you know, I, I think that's big for him. I think that's big for... New Japan's going to be getting a look for that. Yeah. You know, just, just imagine if he wins it. And he's gonna Anybody be that he's attached to is, is going to be a great look in general. It's going to be great look. You know, uh, shout out to that. Man. And then what? I mean, I got to really look this up real quick, man. Like, I got to look up the uh, all-in, see some of these announcements. Because, man, just some of the talent that I was seeing. Like, I'm really intrigued to see what kind of matchups we're going to get. Yeah, I'm uh, hoping to see the Young Bucks do their thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to know against who. Exactly. Um, let me see here. Oh yeah, Kota Ibushi. Oh yeah, they just got confirmed. That that's that's crazy in itself. Um, trying to see here, scrolling through their timeline. Well then, yeah. I mean, just in the Starcast too, they got a lot of people being involved with that with the podcast shit. You know, from Kevin Nash and X Pac and. Shit, even Conan's going to be there. 
Like, yeah, they got a lot going on, man. I mean, of course, all pretty much the Bullet Club's going to be there, obviously. It's their show in general, but, yeah, they got a lot of people. Yeah, Rey Mysterio, that's confirmed. Yeah, they got a lot of people. I, should, Steve, should Stephen be Amell from Arrow's even going to be there. Like, come on, man. That, that is crazy time in wrestling. <laughs> I think, uh, got, got to backtrack a little bit. Yeah. Got to talk about the Undisputed Era. Oh, yes, definitely. How can I forget the squad, man? <laughs> the squad. Man, them guys have been gold since they debuted, man. Like, and then now with the addition of Roddy, man, they're they're on, man. Like, I, I hope that they, they hold the belts for a while, you know. And if there is any shuffling around, let Cole bump up to the main pitcher and maybe Fish or Roddy can take the North American. I'm greedy like that. I want them to hold the belts. We ain't had nothing like that in a long time. We're a faction control the brand basically you know we, we ain't seen it since dx yeah we ain't seen it. and that's personally what i think it is you know you you have this this faction that's over and when i say over they're over yeah. and and it's just filled with great workers <laughs> none of them suck at wrestling oh man they, they're all great when when i say shock the system i mean they shock the system <laughs> kyle o'reilly one day will be, be a one of my favorites in the group. He's a standout to me, He's man. He's standout from his goofy selling to just his just promos, everything. I really fuck with Kyle O'Reilly. I dur- during during uh, Takeover Chicago, he got super kicked, and he just his knees were shaking. I was like, man, this guy's selling. Like you, yeah, he's great at that, man. You sly dog, you are great. I feel I personally feel bad for Bobby Fish. Yeah, man. Hopefully he gets back into the mix not too yeah, well far soon. from now, man. Because uh, yeah. Roddy's just taking all your thunder, yeah. man. <laughs> I love I love, I love, love Roddy, you know, but... Fucking sleazy Roddy. <laughs> sleazy, sleazy Roddy. But, uh, yeah, I just, I love it. Um, Undisputed Era is up next. I My biggest fear is that they get called up, and of course they're going to break them up, but they're not going to break up the New Day. Oh, my God. I, I, yeah, I, I share that fear, man, because like I said earlier, Vince loves to do that kind of shit, and just for whatever reason. Because Vince, he didn't, they didn't start with Vince, so he has to break them up. Um, yeah. yeah. Keep keep doing your thing. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There was something. Oh, man. That Daniel Bryan and... Uh, Big Cass. Man. That wasn't even on the docket, man. But I was... Man. I don't get it. Like, I've not been a fan of Big Cass. I ain't been a fan of Enzo either. But seeing that shit that Enzo posted lately about uh, Cass, you know, about how he gave up when he had his match or whatever after the injury, like, eh, I don't fuck with Enzo, but I kind of agree with that, man. We, we've, we've witnessed, you know, Triple H blow his shit out and finish a match. We seen Stone Cold get paralyzed ba- damn near and still manage to do a roll-up, and you just... Might have been a bad roll-up, but he did Yeah, hey, man, given the situation, you got to, hey, I'll give it to him. I ain't going to be no, you know, <laughs> split hairs about that. Hey, you had to do what you had to do. You probably couldn't even feel your legs, really, so <laughs> do what you had to do, man. Yeah. But for you just to give up on your match and, you know, that was bullshit. I didn't agree with that. I thought that was dumb. You could have did a, a roll-up, you know, how you guys communicate and talk during the matches. You could have let it be aware that you know something's wrong. Finish the match, man. Well... Once again, they broke up Big Cass and Enzo, and they were over. They broke them up, and now, for some reason, Big Cass is wrestling with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. And no offense, but you aren't 
in the same stratosphere of a worker as Daniel Bryan. Exactly. You were not going to win that match. There was no there was no reason for the match. And your philosophy on it is a big guy's better than a little guy. I'm sorry. Maybe if this was 97, 98, that philosophy could win Test 2.0. But this is 2018. People like flippy shit. People like all different types of things, whether it's intergender matches, anything. Like So you're not it. You're not the only ticket in town where everybody got to, oh, man, you got to check this out. No. They could release you today and you would not be missed next week. Nope. Just Maybe to- by a couple of your peers that you made friends with. But other than that, the wrestling world would not miss you. You'll be like a Michael Tarver to us. Who's that? Google that. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's sad. You know, we, 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 we see these people getting pushed, you know, and no offense. I, I've never taken a bump in a ring. And, oh, no. you know, I can't book it, but having, having... The tag champions on the pre-show, but we're having big cast wrestle on the main card. Makes no sense to me. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, man, like, he deserved a better feud than that. I mean, they could have found something out. So much better. Just too much talent for things like this to happen. And then, then like you uh, spoke on right now, we can get into that a little bit. Like, you know, the championships being defended on pre-shows. This has been happening for quite some time, you know. It's not nothing new, I mean, but it's very... I don't get it, you know. Like, your championships should be sacred. You shouldn't want to lower the standard by making them do a match on the same show that you would throw a Zack Ryder on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but meanwhile, when you look at the the actual match card of that real show, there's a match... There's at least one or two matches you could be like, well, damn, they could have bumped that to the fucking pre-show and they could have put the, you know, the club versus... uh bludgeon brothers yeah you know what i mean like come on man like that shit got to stop man like i can understand sometimes you got to make decisions because you know time restraints and things like that but your titles should be defended on the show or don't have them that's how i just feel it lessens the title it it really does it It really does it makes it makes the title seem unimportant and and honestly just like the universal you know we don't even we don't even see it what does it mean it's on the pre-show it means nothing yeah and Obviously, you know, Bludgeon Brothers going to win. We knew it, but why, why are we doing I had a little hope I wanted the club to win, man. Of course, I love the club, <laughs> but come on now. They're pushing a the Bludgeon yeah, Brothers. They, they got a rocket to the Bludgeon Brothers' back. They're, they're, and, you know, I, they're good. I'm not saying they're not. It's just, you know, they're putting putting them on the pre-show. Why are you going to give them this big push and now they're on the pre-show? I, so it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Not I, at all, man. It's frustrating, you know, as, as fans that... We've been watching for so long, and we we see these guys that you know are getting pushed, and they're on the pre-show. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me at all, man. So going over the docket, man, I think that might be it, unless there's any um, last thoughts or anything that you want to uh, get off. I mean, uh, I'd just like to say that the Oni Larkin and Danny Birch, oh, they showed out. Man. They showed out at TakeOver. And I'm glad that they paired them up, man. Yep. That, that's a good tag team right there. That's a good tag team. I, I felt like that was one of the best tag team matches I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Without a doubt. And Oni Larkin, I thought you were going to die. <laughs> I can't believe. Yeah, that bump from the top rope to the apron was sick, man. I, oh, dude. I, I had to show my grandpa. I was like, Grandpa, I know you haven't watched wrestling in a long time, but look at this. They're killing people in wrestling now. <laughs> They're killing people. Man. Yeah, all in all, though, man, uh, what would you rate NXT TakeOver Chicago out of one to five stars? What would you give it? 
Uh, that's tough. I mean, if if am I just rating it on? Because if I'm just if, the whole product in general, like the whole okay. show, the okay. whole show. I'd general. I'd give it I'd give it a four out of five. Um, I I didn't think there was wasn't. Uh, it seemed a little short to me for some reason. Very short. Like I don't know when I when I read the, the the card for the show, I'm just like this seems a little naked. Like there should be like one or two more matches to this, but yeah. But guess, oh, now if I was comparing it to other takeovers, it'd probably be a three. But overall, I felt it was good. You know, it was yeah, good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, same here. I would probably have to give it a four, man. Like it just seemed like I don't know if it's because it wasn't a lot more matches or it was just something missing. That's the only reason I can't give it the full five. Now, this part should be fun. What would you rate Money in the Bank last night? From the whole shebang, the whole product. Like, what would you rank it? I mean, what you got, I think, I believe uh, Bobby Lashley went over. Yeah. Uh, Bliss won and cashed in. Which is, I don't mind. Um, <laughs> one to five, I'd, I'd give it a 1.5. Um, I, I know that's kind of rough, but how dare you? Have Oscar lose to Carmella? Man, I that's disrespectful as hell, man. That and okay, I was trying to look at a positive because I was burnt up after that match. You oh, need yeah. to tell me yeah. if I was Triple H, I'd have looked at Vince and said, "What are you doing? You you built up this monster for so long in NXT, and then you have her lose at WrestleMania to Charlotte, which I don't mind. Yeah, I think I think yeah. Charlotte's a great worker. I didn't mind her breaking her streak, but then the next night you have Charlotte lose her belt." Mm-hmm. What what was the point of Oscar losing? Then you have her lose to Carmella. Oh come on, yeah. give me a break. You know that that ruined the whole show for me. Um, big cast, Bobby Lashley. It, it just wasn't the the main roster needs to do better, and I think they know that. You, you're getting shown out every single time there's a takeover. They're showing out every yeah. Saturday, and then Sunday, it's some, sometimes I'm just disinterested because I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that because sometimes it's I gotta force myself come Sunday, man, and it's it's man, it could be a chore to try to sit through that shit sometimes, especially when you know the matches like, and that's I don't want to sound so like down about it, but man, yeah, last night it had its couple moments, man. Of course, like, yeah. The women's Money in the Bank had their couple spots, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, Obviously, Shinsuke and AJ was a good match. Yeah, yeah. Great match. Yeah, Shinsuke and AJ tore it down, man. That's the kind of shit I expected to see at WrestleMania, man. Yep. But, but uh, I, I ain't mad at it. I'm happy with the win. Uh, like I said earlier, hopefully that feud's coming to an end. Uh, Braun winning the uh, Money in the Bank, that was cool. But we shall see how this plays out. <laughs> um, yeah, all in all, man, I would have to say I'd give it a two. And that's me being generous. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to be too much of an asshole. But, like, that's me being generous. I have to give it a two, man. Like, maybe if I watch it back, I'll look at it differently. But, yeah. just you ran it back, too. That's a crazy fight. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I got to run it back for the third time now. Decide to see what the hell I missed if I missed anything. But, like, yeah, I mean, the round of match was better than what I expected. Of course. Way better than what I expected because I was just not interested at all in that shit. But yeah, it was better than what I expected. But. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Nia fan, big Nia. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, man, I have to give that a two. Hopefully, Extreme Rules is up next. Yep. So yeah, hopefully they do some interesting shit for that, man. We shall see if you know what the forecast will be for that. Well, I, can we have a Lesnar sighting? That'd uh, be nice. Vince. Highly unlikely. <laughs> highly unlikely. Because then they have to pay him a half mil. 
man. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think this is pretty much getting to the end of it, man. Uh, this is the first episode. Uh, hopefully, the people that do listen to this continue to rock with us. We should be dropping every week. Yeah. Uh, but if not, we will obviously be keeping you guys in the loop. You can follow us at I Can't Book This on Twitter, and please subscribe to the SoundCloud. All right, we out of here. All right. <laughs>